Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'll make love in it. I'll make love in it. Isn't that what they say, or is it I'm just loving it? I think it's I'm just loving it. Anyway, welcome to... A world according to fast food places. A world according to Noah. But this week we are going to talk about... Fast food places. History. Noah wanted to do some brief histories of some fast food places. So we've got some a couple of national chains and a couple of... One, Southern chains. One's local and one's semi-local. What's that mean? Well, Zaxby's is kind of southern, but it's not just local. Milo's is kind of just local. I don't think there's any Milo's outside of Alabama. I don't think. I don't know. So, that's what we're talking about this week. But before we get to all that, how was your week? Good. Another week of summer gone? No. (laughs) Did you do anything this week? I got a haircut. You got a haircut. So now you're not a long-haired hippie anymore. I like the long hair. You're just a medium-haired hippie now. It's not medium. It's short. Well, you had, you're going to summer camp next week and it's going to be hot. Uh, did you do anything else? Uh, no. I had, a, I had a sleepover. You had a friend come sp- spend the night and y'all got to try out... I don't know if anybody remembers, but on Noah's birthday, he got what? An inflatable pool. An inflatable pool. Well, semi-inflatable pool. It has an inflatable ring on the top, but then the rest, it was a pretty big pool, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised at how big it is. It's a 10-foot pool, and Noah's able to float around in the big old Floaty. float thing. I took him. A floating toucan. He's also got a huge turtle Turtle. float, and it fits in there, but you can't fit anything else in there if that one's in there. But if you're in there by yourself, you can just lounge in that turtle and just float. No one just in a turtle. So I asked my I asked if we can watch a movie down there. We couldn't. Well, mom doesn't know how to set everything up. It'd be fun to watch a movie in the pool. And it was kind of chilly that night. Chilly. Yeah, you wouldn't want to have been in the pool for long. Well, how about on a hot summer? We'll we'll do it again. We'll do it sometime where you can sit sit on your turtle. I'm not going to sit on the turtle because then I'll cover it up from y'all to watch. And let's see. What else did we do? We did one other big thing. Giddy up. Stallions game. We went to the Birmingham Stallions pro Southern f- Pro Football game. Southern Division Finals, I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. So now the uh, Birmingham Stallions won and they're going to continue on. And this Saturday they'll play for the championship in Ohio. In Ohio. So. Giddy up, go stallions, right? Giddy up. Giddy up. Well, I'm glad you are Giddy so up. excited with this podcast that you can't stop yawning. <laughs> that is good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So. Did we do anything else? We hadn't watched any movies. 
No, we haven't done that. So, I think, I guess that's all we got. I guess. Alright, so, this week we are going to talk about fast food chains. And I figured I would start off with one that was very popular in my childhood. And that is Pizza Hut. Uh, that's the wrong one. Oh, man. I don't remember what the Pizza Hut is. Pizza Hut. Your pizza with the hut? I don't remember. It had some kind of weird slogan. No one out pizzas the hut. No, no, no one out pizzas the hut. Yeah. I'm sure at one point in time they had some catchy little jingle, but I don't remember what the jingle was. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So it was launched May 31st, 1958 by two brothers... Dan and Frank Carney, they were both students at Wichita State, and they opened a single location in Wichita, Kansas. Wichita. And that was the first location right there. It was like a house with a little Pizza Hut sign outside of it. Pizza Hut. I guess that's why it looks like a Pizza Hut. That does not look like a Pizza Hut. It looks like a hut. That looks like a Pizza Hut. But that didn't come till later. So, I can't even see. I just took my glasses off. That makes no sense. Uh, I'm blind. So, they opened one location. So, they opened that one location in Wichita, Kansas. And six months later, they opened a second one. So, I guess that one was so popular that not even a year later, they opened another one. And within one year... That had six locations. That's six. pretty quick. In 12 months, it had six Pizza Hut locations. And they all look like that. I don't know what they looked like at first. But it says somewhere in here, that was in 1958. Mm-hmm. And then in 1959, they began franchising the Pizza Hut. You know what franchising is? Baking merchandise. No. Well, that is part of it, I guess. But when you're franchising a restaurant, you sell the rights to other people to sell your... Stocks? Your stuff. No, not stocks. Like, these two brothers sold the recipes and the rights to use the recipes to other people who would open up more Pizza Huts. in, in And for that they would give the brothers money. Like, I don't know if it was a flat fee up front or if they had to keep paying the brothers money over time every time they, you know, every year they had to owe the brothers money for their franchise fees. That's what a franchise is. That's how it started in Wichita, Kansas and spread out because people bought franchises and built their own pizza huts. That makes sense now? Maybe. Well, what's a franchise? Hmm. You sell recipe <laughs> to people. They make restaurant. They give you money at their shell. Yeah, I guess. There you go. It's close. Okay, so. The, they began franchising in 1959, and the iconic Pizza Hut building style was designed in 1963. That's what that looks like. And if anybody grew up when I grew up, or I think they started going away in the 2000s maybe, 
It probably says Both in here somewhere. But it's the the building with the red roof. And they all look the same. That's a Pizza Hut. All the Pizza Huts look like that. And also they would say Pizza Hut. They would say Pizza Hut. And when I was growing up, now the Pizza Huts are all, we don't have anywhere you can go sit down and eat. Most of the ones around here, you have to get your pizza and go. But back then when the building looked like their classic Pizza Hut, you had plastic red cups that you got your Pepsi in. And each table had like a little special little lamp over it that had Pizza Hut and it was red and white. It's all the same. Like red and white check tablecloths, I believe. It was awesome. Pizza Hut was my favorite. And when I was growing up, they did a special pizza that was called the Bigfoot Pizza. Bigfoot. It was two square feet of pizza. And it was called a Bigfoot. It was just fun. So, let's see. Do you know who? I don't know why I'm asking you this because you don't, but Bill Parcells. Yeah. Do you know who it is? I knew him back in 1987. How did you know him back in 1987? I don't know. Bill Parcells is an NFL coach. Oh. But he started working at one of the first Pizza Huts. Pizza Hut. Yep. He was going to. He thought about buying a Pizza Hut franchise and go to law school, and go to law school. But instead, he decided to start coaching, and then he became a Hall of Fame head coach. So, let's see. The first Pizza Hut east of the Mississippi was in Athens, Ohio. East Mississippi. Pizza Hut is owned by Pepsi. Nah. Yep. And Pepsi also owns Taco Bell and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Well, it looks like we're not going to Taco Bell or KFC anymore. They first were called Tricon Global Restaurants, and then they are now called the Yum Brands. So, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, and Kentucky Fried Chicken are all pretty much the same people. All Pepsi. So the oldest operating Pizza Hut, which was located in the Pizza Hut in the Aggieville district of Manhattan, closed in 2015. That was Manhattan. the oldest, the oldest operating Pizza Hut. No, because always see. <laughs> they used to have. This might have led to my belly. But used to, they had a all-you-could-eat pizza buffet. And you'd pay, back then it was cheap, it was like $6, and you'd get a drink and all the pizza you could eat. They'd just keep cooking pizzas and put them on the buffet, and you would just keep eating pizzas. You'd go get you a couple of slices that you like, and then you eat those, and you go get a couple more slices that you'd like, until you were miserable, and then you turned fat like me. And threw up. No, I never ate that much. Mm. 
Apparently, this says a lunch buffet with all you eat pizza and salad and breadsticks. In 75, Pizza Hut began testing concepts with Applegate's Landing. Applegate? Yep. I don't know where that is. I don't know what that is either. But these restaurants featured colonial style exteriors. It's kind of old. You know what colonial is, right? Old. Yeah. Like you. And it's eclectic interiors that included a truck with a salad bar in the bed. Truck salad bar. A truck salad bar. It's kind of weird. Old truck salad bar. I don't think we ever had any of those around here because I don't. I've never heard of those. But there's still a few Pizza Huts around, and I believe there is. Let's see, I'm trying to find. In 2014, there were still 6,304 traditional Pizza Huts. I don't remember when Pizza Hut was still a thing. Do what? I don't remember when Pizza Hut no, still existed. Since you've been around, they kind of look like just places on a... Map? No, like a, a walk-up mall. Walk-up mall. Yeah, where you just get your pizza to go. They don't look like the good Pizza Huts anymore. But... Trying to see if it said Wing Street. Wing Street. They sell wings too. I was trying to see how many pizza huts were left in the world, but it's not there. There's too many stuffs. Too many stuffs, does that make sense? Well, it's also because you're on Wikipedia. Oh yeah. But once again, take it for what it's worth. It is on Wikipedia. But On April 1st, 2008, Pizza Hut in America sent emails to customers advertising their pasta items. The email and similar advertising on the company's website stated, Pasta so good, we changed our name to Pasta Hut. The name change was a publicity stunt held on April Fool's, extended through the month of April. The company's Dallas headquarters changing the exterior to the exterior logo to Pasta Hut. That's kind of weird. So basically, like IHOP, they changed it to IHOP. Yeah, when they did their stupid IHOP thing. Guess what the B is for, guys? It's for burgers. Apparently, they have Pizza Huts in China, Australia, Pakistan, Mongolia, Ethiopia. That's a lot. UK, Russia. Alright, so that's Pizza Hut. Just a quick little Pizza Hut. That was too many names. Now, here's one of our locals. This is one of Noah's favorites. It's called Milo's. M-I-L-O. Yes. S. It's named after the guy who came up with it. His name is... Milo. Well, that's his last name. I'm trying to see... Nope, you're right. It was his first name. Milo Carlton. He's here from Birmingham. And he opened his, he was a mess cook in the U.S. Army. I guess that would be World War II. And then when he came back from the Army, he opened his first burger shop in 1946. Burger joint. And spent the first summer testing and perfecting his secret sauce. Which, how would you 
say, what would you say Milo's sauce is? Tomatoes. Just some kind of brown sauce. It's kind of hard to explain, it's, isn't it? It's a reddish. Reddish brown? Reddish brown, and it tastes funny. But good. Yeah, but good. So it says, uh, let's see, he had an unassuming cinder block building in Birmingham's north side. Cinder block. Do you know what a cinder block is? Those weird little gray blocks. Yeah. And people keep asking him what's the secret to his sauce. What is it, Milo? And he says the secret to his sauce was listening. How is that, you might ask? He said that he would test his sauce with all his customers. Each different if each day or so he'd have a different recipe and people would tell him what they thought until he came up with the one he's got now. It said that people would line up. He was the the shop first off, the shop was so small he could work the grill, serve the bar, and send burgers out the to go window. All by himself. That's one. But a lot of his loyal customers would come early to grab a stool so they could try out the sauces and see what they liked. But his saying supposedly is don't worry about everyone, be you and be special to those who love you most. The rest will take care of itself. Milo's secret sauce? Milo's secret sauce. So one of the things Milo's is famous for, Noah doesn't even eat. Hamburgers. And that's the burgers. So if you would have eaten a burger, you would know not only do you get, if you get just a single burger instead of a double, you get another piece of burger on top of it. Hmm. Yep. Burger. It says to thank them for what they gave him which is the sauce because his customers helped him figure out the sauce. He always cuts up extra patties and puts an extra piece of meat on top of the burgers. They just call it a little something extra. A little extra. So every time you get a burger, you get about a quarter burger on top of your burger. Quarters. Yep, they cut up a, one hamburger and put those pieces of hamburgers on people's hamburgers. So one quarter hamburger? Now, you get a full hamburger. And then a quarter. But then you get a little something extra, which is another piece of hamburger. With sauce and onions and pickles. And that's all that's on it. Sauce, onion, pickles. Sauce, onions, and pickles. I get mine without onions because I don't like the onions. I guess you get cheese. So, sauce, onions, pickles, and cheese. So, for me, it would be sauce, no pickles, no onions. Correct. That's how your mom gets them. Only sauce. And the other thing they're very popular for is the sweet tea. They sell them at the groceries. They were so popular with sweet tea, and that might be in other areas that don't have Milo's restaurants. Because the sweet tea is so good and it was so popular that they franchised that out. So now Milo's sweet tea is different from Milo's restaurants. They should sell Milo's sauce. 
they do on occasion when they are doing like a uh, they're trying to raise money for stuff they'll sell bottles of the sauce but their sweet tea is so good and it's sold in Walmarts and stuff so you might be able to find Milo's sweet tea don't get unsweet don't water. get unsweetened dirty water that is dirty water so uh-huh. but Milo's sweet tea is something different if you get Milo's sweet tea at the restaurant it tastes better to me and the Milo's sweet tea in the jug, but still, it's pretty good. I'm gonna get the Summoner Vision Pro goggles. Oh. All right. So does that tell you what you need to know about Milo's? Yeah. All right. So, what are we gonna talk about now? McDonald's. Just kidding. It's Zaxby's. Zaxby's. Yay! So Zaxby's started 32 years ago in Georgia. Georgia. Which, that's why I said it's kind of local. I think Zaxby's is around the south, though. But Zaxby's are crooked. Nuh-uh. You know, my finger, my chicken finger place of choice around here is Guthrie's. Nuh-uh. And guess why they got the idea of Zaxby's? Guthrie's. From Guthrie's. Dead <laughs> ass. <laughs> Zaxby's Chicken and Zach's Sauce is based on another smaller chicken finger chain called Guthrie's. Mm-mm. It's in Athens, Georgia. Mm-mm. The Zach McLeroy attended the University of Georgia, which is in Athens, Georgia. And he went out and started his own restaurant in Statesboro, Georgia, and had his first Zaxby's in 1990, close to Georgia Southern University. So yes, they took the idea from Guthrie's. Now, everybody else has canes. We don't have canes around here. That's another good chicken finger place. Which uh, from what I hear, it's a chicken finger place. In the north. No, I think it's all over the place. Just not here for some reason. They don't like all them. We got Zaxby's and a couple of Guthrie's. Guthrie's is so much better and than Jimmy Zaxby's. Jones. You got nothing to do with chicken fingers, goofball. Yeah, but you can order chicken fingers. The first restaurant outside of Georgia was opened in 1994 in Bowling Green, Kentucky. And in 2013, they opened locations in Utah, which was the first expansion outside of the southeast. So I guess they are. They're in 19 states. So... There we go. What What's your favorite thing in Zaxby's? Uh, the fries with the 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 secrets. The Zach sauce that they stole from Guthrie. No, the spice. Oh, they put like a uh, spice Cajun which, spice. Um, we didn't say Milo's puts like popcorn seasoning salt on their French fries. Makes them really good. And they're crinkle fries, just like Zaxby's has crinkle fries. And they put some kind of little seasoning salt on theirs, too. And you like, you never even had, do you even try Zach's sauce? Yeah. I like dipping my fries in Zach's sauce. It's weird tasting. So, there really wasn't a whole lot about Zaxby's here, but since it was your favorite, we had to bring that one up. That's really all we got. They're crooks and they stole. You're a the, crook. Oh, 
<laughs> they stole the recipe because that's the same thing. And I don't know. Right. I've never been to a um, Guffrey's. No. Um, no. What's the other one I just said? Canes. Canes. But Guthrie's, you get a chicken finger plate that has chicken fingers, French fries, slaw, and a piece of Texas toast. And what do you get at Zaxby's? Chicken fingers, fries. I don't know if they have slaw. They don't. And Texas, and Texas toast. toast. So they got that from somebody else. Yeah, but their Texas toast has a lot of grease on it. So does Gar- uh, Guthrie's. But Guthrie's is strictly chicken fingers. Oh. And Zaxby's is chicken fingers, chicken sandwiches. Sandwich. And hamburgers. And they don't have hamburgers. Burgers. They don't have burgers. They have chicken sandwiches, salads, fries. and uh, chicken grilled wings. Cheese. And grilled cheese. Alright, so that is Zaxby's. A real quick one. Now, McDonald's. McDonald's? McDonald's. I'm McLoving it. So, the McDonald family moved from Manchester, New Hampshire to Hollywood, California in the 1930s where Richard and Maurice McDonald, Dick and Mac, began working as set movers and handymen at Motion Picture Studios. And that was in the 30s. In 1937, their father, Patrick McDonald, opened the Airdrome, a food stand on Huntington Drive on Route 66. It was 25 cents for a burger, fries, and oh, wait a minute. It's, it's better than that. Let's see. It was the Los Angeles County city of Monrovia. Monrovia. So, that was in 1937. In the 40s, the McDonald brothers opened their first McDonald's restaurant in 1940 in San Bernardino, California. Originally, it was a car hop drive-in system to serve, used to serve customers. Do you know what a car hop is? Drive-through? No. You've been to Sonic, right? You know they how have they the have roller skates? Right. That's a car hop. Not all of them have roller skates, but that's what a car hop is. And let's see. Guess what they sold originally? Fifteen cents. What do you? Th- what item did they sell originally? Hamburger. Wrong. Originally, it was called McDonald's Famous Barbecue because oh. they sold barbecue and hamburgers. McRib. The McRib. They didn't have the McRib then. But they have ribs. I don't know. They might have. It doesn't say. But in 1948, they realized all their profits were coming from the sale of the hamburgers, not the barbecue. So they shut down the car hop and came up with a streamlined system with a simple menu that consisted of only hamburgers, cheeseburgers, potato chips, coffee, soft drinks, and apple pie. Apple pie. They didn't even have what they're famous for now, and that's the fries. They had potato chips. But they were famous for apple pies. Not anymore. They used oh. to be fried, and they were much better. Fried apple pies. Yeah. Now they're baked, and they're not as good. Mm. 
So that's the big thing with McDonald's is they came up with a way to make their burgers really fast. They set up their restaurant to where everything was really efficient and moved really fast so that they could get more out. And they would only sell it for 15 cents. Let's see. I don't know if it says that on here. What is 15 cents or 25 cents? I think it was 15, but... The new design achieved a great deal of notice for their gleaming surfaces of red and white ceramic tiles, stainless steel, brightly colored sheet metal and glass, uh, blah, 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 and two 25-foot yellow sheet metal arches trimmed in neon, which they named... M.M.? The Golden Arches. Oh. A third smaller arch sign at the roadside depicted a pudgy character in a chef's hat known as Speedy. Have you seen that? No. That used to be their um, logo Gosh, was a a hamburger with a chef's hat. Hamburger. Chef's hat. Yes, and his name was Speedy. Speeder. Let's see. In... 1953, they started to look out for franchises. Mm. Yep. And the first was Neil Fox, a distributor for General Petroleum. Petroleum? Yeah. What's petroleum? I don't know. Gas. <gasps> Fox's stand was the first with the Golden Arch design opened in May 1953 at Central Avenue and Indian School Road in Phoenix, Arizona. Indian? The second franchise was a team of his brother-in-law... Roger Williams and Burdett Bud Langdon, both who also worked for General Petroleum, and they opened their stand on August 18, 1953. Not Petroleum. And that one is the oldest standing McDonald's restaurant. Then you got, in 1954, Ray Kroc shows up. Ray Kroc. He's a salesman for multi-mixer milkshake machines. And he learned the McDonald's brothers were using eight of his machines. And he was curious as to why he was, they were using so many. And he was impressed with their streamlined ability, how they were able to do everything so fast. So this guy owns McDonald's? So long story short, since we're running out of time... Ray Kroc wanted to franchise the McDonald's restaurants because they outside were of California. Because they were using his milkshake machines? No, he just liked how everything was all streamlined and everything. But he wanted to, out, he wanted to franchise all over this country. And the McDonald brothers weren't sure of that. Mm-hmm. They didn't think that was going to be a good idea. So, let's see, where is it? Trying to find the brothers. Let's see. In 61, Crocs' conflict over the vision of the company with the brothers had escalated. He asked them how much money they wanted to leave their business to him entirely. So, he bought... McDonald's for $2.7 million. $2.7 million? Which is only $23.4 million in 2021 dollars. Wow. He didn't have that much, but he 
signed on with Harry Sonborn and raised the money and they bought out the McDonald Brothers. McDonald's. So uh, McDonald no. Brothers don't even own McDonald's. That's rude. Yeah, well, they got their $2.7 million. <laughs> but that's, how much do you think McDonald's is worth these days? Too much. Let's see. And then... $15 billion. Then Ray Kroc got in an argument with the guy that gave him the money and it caused him to res- re- resign and Ray Kroc was the CEO and president. Let's see. So who owns McDonald's now? Well, McDonald's Corporation does. Ray Kroc's like dead now. No. He was born in 1930. It doesn't say when he was born. 1928. Let's see. I thought there was more fun stuff because that's bad. I mean, but they sold it, so that's on them. The Grimace. Yeah, that's what you know McDonald's for now. Is the Grimace. Even, even though they've kind of gone away from them, every now and then they pop back up because you don't see Ronald McDonald much anymore, do you? No, but you do see Grimace. Now, you only see Grimace right now for some reason. They decided the Grimace shake was going to be something cool. But when I was growing up, you could have birthday parties at McDonald's. Because most McDonald's had a playground. They still have some. Not all of them. They used to have playgrounds, and you could have a birthday party there, and you'd have like a certain kind of cake that they'd have. And if I do recall correctly, sometimes Ronald McDonald would show up. What about the hamburger? They didn't have those come out. Oh. But yeah, there's a Hamburglar. Do you remember who all it was? Hamburglar, Mona McDonald, Pat, Miss Patty Fry. No, it was... Grimace. Grimace. Mary McCheese. Uh, mm. I think it's Sergeant Big Mac, maybe. The Fry the police, guys. The police guy was Big Mac. And then, yeah, the Fry guys came later. Later. The bird that you're talking about, she was Miss Early Bird or something. She was for the breakfast when they started doing that. And then there were some other ones that kind of came and gone. Those were the most ones. Because you had the Chicken Nugget Gang or something. Chicken Nugget Gang? Yeah, it was just a couple of Chicken Nuggets running around. (laughs) But anyway, that's a... I'm going to steal your Big Mac, Ronald. That's a quick... It says, in 1972, the first McDonald's in New York City opened on Manhattan's Upper West Side dubbed Townhouse to reflect that it was not a drive-in, and it served a record 100,000 hamburgers in its first week. That's a lot of hamburgers. Yep. The first McDonald's in the UK opened in 1974. The first McDonald's in Switzerland was in 1976. That's still a lot of hamburgers. Alright, so there's your quick history. history of a couple of fast food places. So did you learn anything today? Yes. You learned what a franchise was, kind of. Oh, and that McDonald's has had 
history. It's not really. I mean, like I said, they got the money they asked for. That's what they asked for, and that's what they got. But the McDonald's family doesn't own McDonald's. But they might now. I don't know. They might have moved back in. They might be dead. Well, those brothers are. But I'm sure they had families, don't you think? Probably. And grandkids. And great-grandkids. All right. So, what you got to tell the people? Uh, like and subscribe. Go to worldaccordingtonoah at gmail.com. Send us an email. email. If you want a sticker. They're going fast. Wink, wink. <laughs> you sound like you have this, like, pre-programmed in your head. I do. Um, worldaccordingtonoah at gmail. Email. Send us some um, notifications. Yeah. Like and subscribe. If you're on iTunes, give us a a star rating and give us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Um, send us an email. Check out our Facebook page, Instagram. And check out the one ticker talk we did. The one ticker talker. We might need to do more of those. Maybe the we can more popular. The tack tack. All right. Is that it? Yeah. Um, um, whopper, 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 junior, double, triple, whopper, fingers, taste with perfect toppers, I will just say, happy K, have a good day, way, you rule. You know, when we had BK, that's not the song we had. But anyway. I know. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.